Welcome to the Bo Sanchez Podcast. And my prayer is that through these powerful messages, you will live an abundant life. This podcast is powered by the Abundance Network. Who is number one in your life? That's our big question today. And I'm not saying that because you follow God, you're supposed to give up your family. You're supposed to give up your job and give up your business. Well, a few people are are specifically called to that life. That's why they're consecrated celibates, right? And there are people who are full-time missionaries sent out to different places. And so they were supposed to give up their jobs and their business. But no, for most of us, you know, God is simply saying, can you put me as number one in your life? And then everything else is number two or number three or number four. But number one, first priority is God himself. I'm going to read the gospel in Luke chapter 21. And it's about persecution. Jesus said to the crowd, they will seize and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and to prisons, and they will have you led before kings and governors because of my name. It will lead to your giving testimony. Remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand, for I myself shall give you wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. You will even be handed over by parents and brothers, relatives, friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair of your head will be destroyed. But it's kind of, um, what does this verse mean? I think it means, personally, it's about the soul. That at the end of the day, your soul is eternal. And yes, you might be put to death. Uh, sad thing, you don't want it to happen. But guess what? It's okay. Bottom line, it's about your soul. It's about you. You know, at the end of the day, everything else disappears. Your body, your life on earth, all your relationships are gone when you die. But guess what? You've got a soul that will live not for 10 days, not for one year, not for 60 years, but forever and ever and ever. Whoa! And that's why persecution is difficult, but it's something that purifies our perspective. I mean, think about that. Say perspective. Perspective. That's the gift of persecution. Persecution brings into light what faith really is. You see, when there's persecution, faith is a matter of life and death. You could go to, go to prison. You could die for your faith. You know what? During the early church, the, the early Christians, they actually prayed for persecution. No, they, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They didn't pray for persecution. They did not pray that persecution go away. They just prayed that they have the perseverance, that they be able to persevere in their faith in the midst of persecution. You see, they've realized this. When there's persecution, their faith is stronger. And when there is no persecution, their faith is lax. Today, not much persecution happens in this country. Uh, not much. There is. I'm saying not like in Syria, where Christians are, are being killed because of their faith. Not like, uh, you know, I was, I was with Deacon Harold Sivers, one of our speakers in Kerygma Conference, and, and he was talking about some level of persecution. Now, not big, but, you know, one time he was, he was in the plane, and he's an African-American, and, and he's, he's, a, he's a Catholic deacon. So he, he wears this cross around his neck to proclaim, you know, who his Lord is. And then there was this woman in the plane. He, he actually was 
was uh, just walking in the aisle and, and this woman says, that offends me. That, that woman just, just says, that offends me. And Deacon said, huh? At first he thought it was his skin color and he was rubbing his skin, you know, clowning also. I'm sorry, this doesn't rub off. And, and the woman said, no, that offends me. That which you're wearing. And, and she was pointing to the crucifix. And, and Deacon said, well, don't look. <laughs> but, but you know, there, there is some level of, but here in the Philippines, not so much. You've got, we've got mass in malls. Every time I talk about that to, to our American friends, they said, what? You've got the holy mass in a mall? Yeah, sometimes every day. We've got a chapel over there. So it's, it's, a, it's a different level. But faith is a matter of life and death when there's persecution. But when there's no persecution, there is temptation. The temptation to be materialistic, the temptation to think that this is what life is all about, you know, world accomplishments and achievements and, and, and popularity and, and pleasure. And can we make God first? Because when you're being persecuted, you have to hold on that God is first. Everything else is, is number two, number three, number four. No, God first. I'm willing to die for, for, for my faith in God. There is no persecution, at least not, not in the level of the early Christians and not in the level of Syria. No, uh, there, there, there is no persecution now, but there is temptation, the temptation to be lax in our faith. Can we hold on to God is first? Jesus is number one in my life and everything else is number two, number three, number four. God comes first. Everything else comes second, third, and fourth. Can you live that way? Can I invite you to live that way today? That you're going to put love first. You're going to put humility first. You're going to put compassion first. You're going to put forgiveness first. You're going to put kindness first. For these are the attributes of God. And He wants us to live that way. Can I pray for you? Father in heaven, thank you so much that this opportunity, I'm able to pray with every person watching this video. Lord, can you speak to them even more and bless their day. I pray that you give them the miracle that they need. I pray that you accompany them in their journey. I pray, Father God, that you just put your arms around them and make them feel and experience how much you love them. Thank you, Lord. Empower them today in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Do you want to grow in your finances and gain financial abundance? That's my dream for you. For every good person out there that wants to do good, you know, money for the longest time is seen as evil. But I'm telling you, from my experience, money becomes very good if a good person is holding it. And I want to teach you how to grow your money, how to continue to experience that abundance for the rest of your life. How do you do it? For the past 15 years, we've been teaching people to do just that. How? Through the Truly Rich Club. And you, the moment you become a member of the club, we give a four-night workshop on what? The Truly Rich Stock Market Workshop for Newbie Investors. That's right. We start there, four nights. It's for free for members. I hope you come and join us. The way to do that is go to trulyrichclub.com, find out more about us, and then we'll be able to help you. Thank you so much. God bless you and see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining us. I have a favor to ask. If you have not yet done so, subscribe to this podcast. 
because that's how these things work, you know, the algorithm, etc. Somewhere, somehow, it gets up into the ranking and then people will get to know more about it and people will listen and then people will be blessed and then the blessings will ripple and more and more people will experience God's love. Thank you again for all your support and I will see you next time.